I'm Agent Phil Coulson with the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. That's quite a mouthful. I know. We're working on it. of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Joyous Festivus, whatever you're celebrating, celebrate hard. Happy holidays. <laughs> I am I am Captain Chaos, and I'm joined by my little elf here, the one, the only, the amazing, the astonishing Agent Andy Ant-Man Urquhart. How are you doing, elf? <laughs> Do, doing well, Father <laughs> Christmas? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, doing well. So this is our last last episode of the year. Last episode of the year, yeah. Technically recording on New Year's Eve over here. Okay. Happy New Year. Well, well, it's not the New Year yet. It's oh, that's still right. New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Eve. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that's right. New Year's Eve, not New Year's Day. Andy would be uh, <laughs> drunk and uh, a sloppy mess if uh, it was New Year's Day or uh, New Year's Eve. At this time, probably yes. <laughs> Oh, uh, we, yeah, uh, we're planning something, nothing major. We're, you know, we're old now. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I consider uh, New Year's Eve uh, amateur night. <laughs> so I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big New Year's Eve fan anymore. I, I had my, uh, I had my fun years ago and I'll never, I, and I'm surprised I survived some of those New Year's Eves. So, <laughs> like, see, see, I have the I have the problem because because uh, my wife works in like entertainment industry, mm-hmm. so New Year's Eve she works every single New Year's Eve. Like since we've been together, she's worked every single one. So I always have to do find something to do that because I mean she's usually like doing a, a gig somewhere that's like. Mm-hmm. Somewhere that I wouldn't really want to go, <laughs> you know. And I and she she goes and does a gig. And it's really good money, so you, like she can't mm-hmm. turn it down. So I always end up going and doing something else with like my friends or whatnot. Last year we went to a like my dad plays in a traditional Scottish Cayley music band, which is like uh, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've ever heard it, but it's like folk music sort of thing. Okay, I like folk, and it's like. And there's like dancing and, and stuff like that. It's not really any singing, but it's all like kind of traditional Scottish dancing, and mm. and it's it's all right. But like I mean, we did that last year. Um, but usually I'll just like go and uh, go and hang out with one of one of my friends. So I think I'm doing that tomorrow. Cool. Uh, what are we doing? Uh, we're getting ready for our trip. Uh, yeah. 
as you know, uh, I am one week from 50, less than a week from 50 now. <laughs> and uh, we've started uh, the week-long celebration, 50 Years of Chaos. Nice. Um, and we leave for Universal and Disney on Tuesday. Nice. And uh, the the high point, or one of the high points of the trip, is I'm going to be having my 50th birthday breakfast with Mickey and Stitch on Friday. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, cool. <laughs> and, and we're bringing my mom, and we're, like, actually planning things. Um, it's kind of cool because, uh, you know, my mom and dad brought me to Disney when I was, like, 12. Well, now mm-hmm. I get to bring my mom back to oh, Disney okay, cool. now. So, because she hasn't been there. She hasn't really been there in 40 years. So, mm. we're uh, doing that, and uh bought a couple little gifts for myself this weekend two new vapes and uh <laughs> of course <laughs> i got myself a really nice uh as you know i've been uh, getting into cast iron cooking i got myself a really nice mm-hmm. cast iron pan today expensive but uh it's going to be very useful so thanks but, uh, yeah, and, you know, just uh, out and about, and tomorrow we're having family uh, over, and I'm just going to, because it's so goddamn cold, uh, mm. we're going to be, I'm going to be, be, like, doing comfort food. I'm going to be making some homemade mac and cheese. Um, I have a special burger that I'm creating for tomorrow night, uh, which... <laughs> I I mean this by the time this goes up it'll already I'll already have it up on Facebook. Uh, uh, mm. Basically, um, it I kind of I was inspired by a recent episode of uh, A Slice of Pie, Kyle Jones's new uh, podcast. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. yeah. had a chance to listen yet. I haven't. Um, I, I had you talking about it on uh, I think it was B Team like mm. last week or maybe Knuckle. I can't remember, but uh, but I did go looking for it on Stitcher and it wasn't there. So I'll I'll I, I if if it's not in Stitcher I need to go hunt, hunting for it so I need to remember to do that. Alright. And uh it it's still nerd based to an extent. I mean he, he, he does a great review of he actually rewrote uh Batman v Superman so it doesn't suck. <laughs> and or or he goes, This is how they could have made it so it didn't suck. He did he did an episode on that. He uh he did an episode uh where he focused a lot on Justice League, but he'll he'll do other things too, like uh, his favorite things. And I'll talk about this pair of pants, uh, this pair of pants you can buy, or what one episode was cream cheese, or his favorite thing, and he did a a, a bit on cream cheese, and we kind of got into it with him on Knuckleballer when he guested there a couple of weeks ago, um, but it gave me an idea, so. Uh, the New Year's Eve burger is going to be um, probably a three or four ounce uh, beef patty, uh, bacon, uh, barbecue sauce, griddled onions, mm-hmm. and cream cheese. Nice. So, and I think it'll go. I think it'll be taste very, very nice. I'm going to do them smash burger style. So, what's what that? What does that mean? Very very thin, and so the right. uh, so the um, edges are kind of crispy on the burger. Okay. So yeah. 
So you, you actually smash them. So it's not a thick burger. It's a nice thin burger. Mm. That's considered smash burger style. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Enough with the cooking segment. Let's get to weather. No. Um, it's nine <laughs> degrees here, God you? damn it. <laughs> Fahrenheit. Did, uh, did you have a good Christmas trip? Yeah, I, you know... Um, it's really getting to the point where, you know, I don't get it. I don't, I really don't, can't say I got anything cool. You know, I got money, I got gift cards. Uh, it was more about watching uh, the other, because I give cool gifts. Mm-hmm. And I kind of get into that now. Like, we uh, got my mom uh, a 4K TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we talked about it on the show. She was watching a television from the 1990s, a yep. ca- cathode ray <laughs> tube. Uh, <laughs> That's still there. <laughs> that would be there. That would be there for a no, while. Nobody wants to lift it. Um, yeah. Uh, we got my mother-in-law uh, an Alexa show. Nice. What? Oh, that's that's the one that's the the screen one, isn't it? You, yep. You've got. Yeah. You've got one. Yeah. Yep. So now we can video call her, and she can spy on us and things like that. Um, <laughs> Actually, I blocked her from spying on us. Um, <laughs> Probably a good idea. But she, do, I think she knows when Diane is home. <laughs> mm. um, but, uh, you know, we got the kids a lot of cool things. Um, there was a, a special uh, online-only Ragnarok exclusive Funko Pop with T-shirt that I got... Uh, my nephew and well yeah i mm. sort of got one for myself as well but um <laughs> but you could only get it online and it came in a special box and uh i watched as he tore it open and started to twitch because all my up funko pops are all in the boxes still um so that's that's you got to keep them in the boxes that's the way they they're, they're collectible um see, see i have i have, I have two funko pops and I'll, I'll talk about one in a minute but uh the one that I've had for quite a while is one is just the Col- the Colson one, mm-hmm. which I got at a Eurogamer Expo down in uh, London maybe three or so years ago, and I took it out the box <laughs> because I, I I wanted his wee head to bobble. I wanted him to sit <laughs> at my desk and be able to bobble his head. And and I think it looks absolutely fine out of the box, and like uh, I I'll pick up the other shield ones at some point, and and I'll take those ones out of the box as well. I have a six year old niece that comes over here, and I have to watch her like a hawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had I did used to have that same issue with with my daughter, but like I I pretty much like any of the things like that that I had that she would be interested in, I passed them on to her and just let her open them, mm. and like kept all of my things like separate and, and sealed away in boxes uh what i tend to do is if like because I, I quite i do quite like to have some or like action figures and whatnot like out on display out of boxes and what i tend to do with those ones is i buy them already out of the box mm. so i don't have to open them because I, I i do agree with it i hate opening the boxes and like i don't like that <laughs> if it's in the box like 99 percent of the time it stays in the box so yeah i i mean that's that's just the way i am so um mm. Did, did I get it? Uh, I got two of my nephews uh, Switch uh, Pro controllers. Nice. That's a good call because the Pro controller is an excellent controller, and it's 
like the, the the thumb decks are okay to kind of get you started but if once if you want to do a lot of gaming on the switch yeah. you need to you need the pro control especially if you're playing on the big tv yeah so um and you know uh i mean th- th- i think those were the highlights of stuff that uh we got and like i said um i got money a lot of it went towards uh the xbox one x that mm. i bought you know you know i got it went at launch and you know mm. um I got, you know, I got a gift card to the vape shop. <laughs> so uh, that's why uh, I was able to buy a new vape th- th- this uh, this morning. Nice. That was burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> um, and I strongly hinted to everybody uh, that's where, where they should be getting me birthday gifts, uh, our gift cards at Silver City Vapors. Nice. <laughs> Now, I also bought another va- uh, vape online um, during a Christmas sale uh, earlier this week. But yeah, what, oh, and you know, uh, did a lot of cooking. You know, uh, like I said, I'm mm-hmm. in, I'm doing the uh, cast iron thing, and I made queso fundido, which is basically cheese sauce with chorizo sausage in it mm. and corn. Problem is, mm-hmm. I, I read the recipe wrong, and there was like uh, three times as much corn in there as I needed. <laughs> but everybody loved it, so it, it, was, okay. it was good. <laughs> um, I made a cheddar and bacon and jalapeno monkey bread, which mm-hmm. uh, went over very well. And then I made an eggnog bread pudding. Nice. With a with a bourbon glaze, and we had that for breakfast uh, at my mom's house. So, what did you do? Well, we uh, every year since my daughter is, is was born, we've had Christmas with uh, mom and dad, and uh, always down at their house. But this year, we. Ended up having Christmas at our house because my mum fell and broke her shoulder a few mm. weeks ago. So she was going to be unable to cook or anything like that for Christmas Day. So we we said we would do do Christmas here. Um, so that was that was interesting. Like because the first time we've had like and the first time the Weevans had Christmas like in mm. our house. So that was that was fun to do to do all that. And like she was up at five in the morning, <laughs> like up and ready to go and open the presents at five in the morning and like once that excitement is like out the bottle you can't really put it back in (laughs) you just have to kind of get up and go with it you know so yeah that was that was an early morning that wow (laughs) so i'm very very glad that we did we did not podcast on christmas eve i'll tell you that Because geez, I don't. I wouldn't have even been sleeping by the time you got up like wow (laughs) but yeah so that was good um and we had the Christmas dinner and all up here, and uh, my mum and dad and my granddad come up uh, to us for for Christmas dinner. And my wife cooked all, and it was it was very nice. And uh, we did did break our oven in the course of that Christmas dinner, though the oven no longer works. I think it was uh, a bit overworked, and uh, we need to buy a new oven. But that's <laughs> seriously <laughs> that's our next year. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, we like we've uh, we've been in the house for like a year and a half or so now, and like the oven came with the house, and mm. the oven's probably at least ten, maybe fifteen years old. Mm. So like it was, it wasn't, it wasn't great, but yeah, it's uh, it's the it's now 
it's now dead. Just the oven part is dead. The rest mm. of it works fine. Uh, like the the grill and the the hobs and stuff like that still work fine. So, but the oven part is kaput. The I think it's the the element is away. Uh, but but yeah, so that was, that's a next year problem. We'll fix that in the in the new year. Yeah, I think a new a new oven is on the cards though. But uh, but yeah, so that's that's that. As far as like gifts and stuff like that goes, um, we did I did get a few Marvel things actually, like uh, because everyone knows like I'm into like Marvel and video games. Like people will tend to buy me like either Marvel related things or video game related things. I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> it works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I did get um. We did like a we do like a secret Santa thing at work every year, and uh, one of the guys got me an an Ant Man uh, Pop Funko. Nice. So this is the only again, I, and I don't really collect the Pop Funkos. I, I know you're big big into them, but I haven't delved too much into them. But um, but yeah, I mean any Ant Man figure, I'm down for that. Like I've got loads and loads of them. Um, but I didn't have any of the Pop Funko ones. So uh, one of one of the guys at work got me the, this Ant Man Pop Funko, and it's like a. I don't know, it's some exclusive version from somewhere or other. It's a glow in the dark one. But it looks like it looks like a normal one, but it says it's a glow in the dark one. I haven't actually looked to see what glows though. <laughs> but um but yeah, so that was cool. Um and I got a, a tiny little Pup Funko Ant Man bubblehead thing. And uh, an Ant Man T shirt and an Ant Man hoodie. Like Ant Man stuff. Ant Man stuff is out there now. I quite like this. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm looking up the Ant Man glow in the dark Funko Pop. I see they have a yellow jacket glow in the dark. Yeah. Um, mm. Hold on, I'll check. So I've got I've got the box here. I'll, I'll tell you where it's from. It was Underground Toys exclusive. Hmm. I don't know where that's. You need to get the one where he's writing Anthony. Yeah, I do. I have seen that one. <laughs> I mean, now that I have one, mm-hmm. Ant Man Pop Funko vinyl, I kind of need to have them all. <laughs> there's a lot, dude. It's like, yeah, but just the Ant Man ones. Like, I yeah. don't. No, there's a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> Here's but, one I mean, signed like... by Paul Rudd. Oh, nice. <laughs> but yeah, so I'll, I'll get around to picking those up at some point. Um, but yeah, like the, I mean, the main focus for us at Christmas is always like on the yeah. on the Wii one. So I mean, she like we got we picked up an Xbox One, um, because she really really wanted to play Cophead. <laughs> I hate and, that and, I mean, fucking like, game. Right, and and I mean, like Cophead, I I see the appeal of it like to kids because if you watch a video of it, it looks incredible. Yeah, and like it looks so much fun to play. Mm. But then if you actually play it, oh my god, it's so <laughs> fucking hard. <laughs> and it's just a bar- boss rush. It's I mean, there's hardly any uh, platforming in it. I was I thought we were getting uh, uh, like a, a Mickey Castle of Illusion or um, the Sega CD Mickey Mouse uh, platformer, and all we yep. get is a goddamn boss rush. I, I mean, ugh. But but like try, like so we we tried to play it a bit together right and it, and, and she she to be fair to her she really enjoyed playing it but it's impossible to play it with her because you have to I have to keep reviving her all the time you know mm-hmm. you can like if the person dies you can sort of save them so yeah. like I'm trying to kill the boss but she keeps dying and I have to keep reviving her it's very difficult to play like that I mean one like with a bit of practice like we'll get there but. But um, she is not quite skilled enough, I would say, at this point in her gaming, to uh, to be able to take on that game. Like that game's hard. Like uh, I've I've tried to play a bit on my own, 
and like I've done I think one boss and one uh, one of the run and gun levels and even like that run and gun level took me like 50 goes to get it and like it's a hard game oh it's very nice looking though and it is mm. it is a good game but um and also also picked up uh player unknown battlegrounds which is cool and I'll, I'll I'll talk I'll talk about that in forty two. I'll not I'll, I'll not yeah. mention it too much here. Um, I keep looking at I'll, it, but it's like, yeah, I don't have time for this right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it's still in like it's kind of it's kind of beta phase, mm. so it's not official release yet till probably some point next year. Um, but but yeah, it's it's a little bit rough around the edges still, but it is fun. Um, and. Uh, we even also got one uh, the echo one of the echo dots. Okay. She got one of those. However, like I mean, I don't really know how much use it is, like for kids, <laughs> like because it was like my mom that got it for her, and I'm like, okay, I mean, I I, see, I really see the use for this, like as an adult, like oh, just tell it to play whatever song I want to play, and not like a, a kid can get that as well, but they don't have the like the same sort of. Mm. Like uses for it that, that we would so we we used it on a on Christmas Day for like helping to to cook the dinner, like oh the the meats in the oven like set a reminder for an hour oh, yeah. and twenty minutes, like that's something great absolutely great for that like to be fair um, shopping list, yeah like all that sort of stuff. Um, but we did manage to get it stuck in cat mode at one point, which was funny. <laughs> um, ask it to sing a song. Mm-hmm. Ask it to rap. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of some of the stupid things you can do with it. Those are two of the the amusing ones. I think uh, it will sing a country song if you want to do that. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, besides, uh, you know, I I have all my lights hooked up to it now. And that's mm. once once you get used to just being able to say turn on the lights, turn off the lights, turn mm. on turn on the TV room, turn off the TV room. Mm. You're not going back. All right. I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but um, I mean that you know, and that's like one of the primary uses. But like, uh, what if I'm uh, going to cook something? I w- I would just be sitting there saying, "Yo, bitch, add." Uh, chicken to my shopping list. Add, you know, mm. add buffalo sauce, um, mm. and, and that way. And then when I go to, go to the store, it's on my phone, and I can just pull it up. Oh, nice. And then, uh, technically, you could call me. <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, so the, the the other things that uh, that she got, we got we got an iPad for her as well because oh, nice. she's been using like a Galaxy Tab three i think it was like and she's had that since she was about i think three maybe so that's uh showing its age now and i uh, so picked up an like an ipad mini for her. She, like she's well used to using ipads and that so mm-hmm. she's uh, absolutely loves that and um i always know got this robot right which is called a cosmo i don't know if you've seen this thing mm, no but it's like it's like a learning robot that like plays games and stuff like that with you and uh you like you set it up and then you get it to like look at you, right? And it like it remembers your face. <laughs> so and it like it says hello to you and that. <laughs> so like she's going around like at, at Christmas at the Christmas dinner table and like like pointing this robot at you 
and like it's the robot's like scanning your face and like looking up and down and uh, making it sort of weird beep boop noises and then it says oh hi daddy <laughs> and you're like okay that's a bit weird <laughs> but uh, it's 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 like it's you gave birth really... to a robot andy and you didn't yeah, even know it's it. actually it's actually really cute like mm. the, the little robot it reminds me of like uh wally because mm. it's kind of it's not in the design of wally right but it kind of looks a bit like uh if wally was crossed with eevee from okay. like yeah, from Wally, it looks like their their offspring because it's like a little forklift type guy, hmm. but it like moves its head up and down and stuff like that. And it's and it's got like obviously like a wee kind of LED face thing, um, and it's got eyes and it has like facial expressions and stuff like that. And it makes all kind of beep boop noises and whatnot. It's very cute for for like a little robot thing. It's very cute, <laughs> but I, I don't know how long like <laughs> how long her, her fascination with it will last because she's like she's really into it right now. But it's the sort of thing that might last a month or so, and then she'll kind Tops. of stop playing with it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a one-month tops thing. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, she really likes it just now. Um, but yeah, so like the, the, those look at the, the main things that, that that we did and, and picked up. And but yeah, had had a really nice Christmas. Um, it did not feel like a, a day off work, though. I will say that. <laughs> Because we were up so early and because there was mm-hmm. so much stuff going on, such a busy day. And then I was I was in work the day before and it was ridiculously busy. And then same the next day, ridiculously busy. And yeah, I was off yesterday and uh, we tried to go to see uh, Star Wars and it was sold out. Like all the showings that were like at a decent time for us to go and see were completely sold out. Like I'm, I'm a local cinema, so I, I'm instead going to see Star Wars on the first okay. in the afternoon when it's quiet <laughs> do you already have your tickets yes yes this time we, we went okay well we'll just we'll get tickets booked in advance so that we uh we don't need to worry about like showing up and like there being no mm. no seats at any of the showings i ended up uh going for a second viewing last weekend mm-hmm. did, when did we do when did when did we yeah we didn't record last weekend no it was because c- christmas no. yeah um it was, was midweek yeah um, I, I, we, I was trying to, I was taking, uh, I was going to take my two nephews and I'm taking my two nephews and their six year old sister. Um, mm-hmm. and she, she actually w- was very well behaved, uh, at the show. She, she enjoyed it, but, um, I, you know, I was kind of looking for, you know, at the, the IMAX theaters and whatnot and the only seats available were front row and that does mm. not front row even in the the recliners still sucks i mm. mean the the picture quality cuz we were in the third row at the IMAX and the picture was distorted especially uh on the side so right. um i said no we're not doing that we ended up at uh the local theater they still have the reclining chairs it just wasn't IMAX or 3D or anything um, but I was able to get tickets for an 11 o'clock show, 11 a.m. show and t- take the three of them. So nice. we, we, we did, we did float the idea of, uh, of, of taking the wee one to, to see Star Wars. Like my, my wife does not like Star Wars, so she will not come see Star Wars with us anyway. But, uh, and I did ask the wee one, oh, like come and see Star Wars. We're going to go and see it. And she's like, no, daddy, I don't like Star Wars. Ooh. So she's not really? there yet. <laughs> and she's obviously not really your daughter. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you disowned her yet? No, not yet. I mean, she likes Marvel things. And like, she says, "Oh, I, I only like like kids movies and uh, and superhero movies." I'm like, "Okay, like you're getting there. Like mm-hmm. you're halfway there." But yeah, I mean, I think like she will get into Star Wars sooner mm-hmm. or later. Like I, I think um, I'll start off with like Episode One because Episode One is like is very kid friendly, yep. and from there. You, you can just kind of watch through them after that because you get to know the characters and whatnot. That or she'll never want to see another Star Wars movie again after seeing one. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, Attack I of the, cl- Attack of the Clowns is the worst one, but... Uh. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, I'm going to go see that in the first. And that, that'll be good. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I've, I've managed to try to steer clear, touch with uh, any spoilers, mm. but I've heard it's divisive. Well, you know, I went and kind of tried to start uh, trolling the internet last uh, week after seeing it a second time, mm. and uh, my take was I think it was better than The Force Awakens. Mm. And the main reason is because The Force Awakens is basically uh, a New Hope too. I mean, you know, it was just so blatantly ripped off that I I had a huge problem with uh, Force mm. Awakens. This one mm. is. New story, um, I won't say much. I mean, there are some things that will harken back to older Star Wars movies, Mm. uh, but it is not as blatant as it was in uh, Force Awakens. I had a real problem with The Force Awakens. (laughs) I mean, I I didn't mind it. I thought it was a decent enough movie. Kind of got Star Wars back on track because i mean like that story has been dormant for mm-hmm. like 20, 20 30 years you know so uh in, t- in terms of like the after after jedi but yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to going to see the new one and seeing what what my take on it is um but yeah that's pretty much all 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 we did over like christmas period and whatnot um oh i did i did actually get a new vape as well oh rebuildable uh, just, just a, no 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 not really bad one <laughs> Rebuildable one, but uh, like my old, my old vapes were like definitely on the way out, and uh, like what what I realized as soon as I put like my liquid into the new one is that I immediately had to buy new liquid that was less strong <laughs> because I could actually get like a proper draw out of this one. <laughs> I'm like okay, like because I think the one I was the one the vape the liquid I was using, I think it was like a one point eight or something like that. Oh wow, point eighteen. So like, yeah, yeah. So like, it was really like uh, when I put it in the new one, I'm like, wow, that's really strong. So I like, I've 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 swapped now to like a point three, which is a lot a lot more manageable. When and we're not turning this into vapor ball or radio, but uh, <laughs> no. um, when I quit smoking, I started at twenty four, mm. and quickly went down to eighteen. And then uh, over about a year and a half, I I got myself down to point three, and it's like you know what, this is good. <laughs> I'm I'm happy here, and so I, I stick I stick at a point three. Uh, quick plug for Knuckleballer Radio this week. It was just Sean and I. Mm-hmm. So so I taught him how to wick a uh, I uh, we went video chat, and I sh- taught him how to wick a vape. Saying, lo- saying, look, it's it's so easy. Even a redneck backwoods country bumpkin like you can do it. 
Even 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 an Apple fanboy can wick a vape. Yeah, I did these Apple fanboyisms over over Christmas. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I you you got you got to if you'll once you do your own and get the right equipment, you won't go back to uh, the sub ohm tanks. The flavor is just so much better. And, and uh, here, here's the way I, I try to sell Sean because he's cheap. Um, you, how much are the how much are the coils for you? Three, four bucks. It'll be something like that, yeah. Okay, and you're replacing. Also, I haven't your... had to put one in this one yet because I, I just got it. But what's well, it last? A week? Uh, it'd probably be a bit longer than that because, like, I I don't tend to use it as heavily as like what I, what I would imagine that that you do because you use just quite a lot, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I tend to use mine. Like I don't I don't take it to work with me, so I, I generally only use it when I'm like at the computer, like podcasting, or if I'm like out drinking, which is rare. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I I probably don't use it anywhere near as much as that. So. Like one, if it lasts you a week, probably last me a month. I would say. All right. Um, they were lasting me. I was probably getting four or five days out of one. Um, right. So those things are three to four bucks each over here for the coils. Mm-hmm. I can wick and coil my own for less than ten cents. I could okay. put it, I, I could put in a new wick every day if I wanted to, and it would cost yeah. me a dollar for the entire week. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's fun. Once you learn how to do it, it's, it's kind of like a little, uh, it's like almost building a Lego. You right, know, right. You take the thing apart, you build, you put, and, and you don't, ch- you don't change the coil every time. You just change the wick. The coil will last, mm. you know, uh, a long time. And, uh, mm. e- even ma- building a coil is pretty easy and. Once, once you, once you, once you learn it, you, you, you would never go back. Mm, okay. In fact, I bought a new tank. I got a new. This is the last thing on vaping. I promise people. <laughs> um, I bought a new uh, uh, kit this week, and it came with the atomizer, but the atomizer wasn't rebuildable. Mm-hmm. So I bought, and the atomizer it has is good, but uh, the. The version that comes with the kit doesn't come with the rebuildable deck. So I bought another entire atomizer so I could get the rebuildable deck and put it in the put it in that one and uh, turn that one into a rebuildable. So uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, I, I I'm really into. I strongly recommend if you are going to do it you look into a rebuildable at some point yeah i'll get there at some point <laughs> so all right enough with christmas enough with vapor vapor baller uh radio we need to get into some uh <laughs> this is going to be a long show uh let we need to get into some marvel news so i have a few here yeah, I mean, like I, I was having a look around earlier on, and I don't really think I've seen anything particularly. Um, I did finish watching Punisher. I don't think I'd finished that last week, uh, and it was awesome. Like the ending was really good, really well done, brilliant show overall. 
like right up there with both seasons of Daredevil in terms of the, the quality of the show. Just, so I'm looking forward to, to getting to do the, the podcast about that. I, I have, we haven't even started it yet. Um, mm. Yeah, and we're not going to start it, but we, we probably won't start it before I go uh, away. Um, hmm. I, I've been I've, I've been wanting to watch that. Um, all right, we had a few stories here. Uh, where is it? Da-da-da-da. Do we want to do tweets or we want to save those for the end? Um, depends what they say. <laughs> like I said, I haven't I haven't seen the tweets because uh, I've been locked right. out. But I'm back in. All right. Um, Tim Hernandez, Paul Bettany, and Elizabeth Olsen have finished their parts in Avenger Avengers Four. So okay. whatever they're showing up in, those scenes are already filmed. Hmm. Uh, Black Panther is the cover for. The subscription, uh, those that subscribe to Empire Magazine this month. Mm-hmm. Did you know, Matt, Dan- have you seen Thor yet? Nope. <laughs> I have not seen Thor yet. All right. This is a slight spoiler. Okay. And I'm not going to say where he is, but Matt Damon is in Thor. Oh, nice. Did, did, you, did you know that already, or is that like... I did not realize that was him. Okay. I will not say who it is. Nope. Um, oh. Let me see if I can do this. Yeah, I can. Uh, da, 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 where is it? Yeah, uh, you you might miss his cameo. Uh, and he plays a character. And I'm, I'm being very careful because the scene he's in is kind of funny. I just didn't realize it was okay. Matt Damon. Right. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna cut to how he ended up there. It's like Chris just called me up and Ta- Ta- Taika called me up, and I'm friends with those guys. They pitched me the idea, and I thought it was hysterical. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it. I'm kind of cutting out parts here because I don't want to spoil it. I thought it was mm-hmm. just great, funny bit, and very easy to do. Those guys were a lot of fun, and Taika runs a really fun set. It was a light lift for me. Cool. So, um, I can't wait for that movie to come out in 4K, man. I mean, I know I'm sound, sounding <laughs> sound, going all Rojas here. Sound but, like Fred. Uh, you sound like Fred, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a movie that's going to look awesome in 4K. Yeah, I mean, like that. that is definitely something that we are going to be picking up early on next year on 4K TV because... And I have the PS4 Pro and we have the Xbox One S. So we, we kind of need to get a 4K TV. <laughs> like, I've got all the, the stuff mm-hmm. um, like there for it, you know. So I need to like have the TV to be able to output to it and watch the 4K Blu-rays and watch the 4K Netflix and all that. So, yeah, that's uh, that's on the cards for early next year. Okay. Um Venom producer, once again, from Tim Hernandez. Not only is the Venom movie possibly an R-rated movie, but okay. it might be set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Like, it's the movie where they go, oh, yeah, it's set in the Spider-Man universe, but not the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, what? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, okay. 
I'll believe it when I see it. It's, but it should be. I mean, there's no reason for it not to be. Absolutely agree. Both of those things. Uh, I'll save that for the end. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp says, Janet Van Dyne will be a very important character in the Ant-Man and Wasp movie. Of course she will. <laughs> she's, the she's, a, she's the Wasp. <laughs> yeah, she's the title character. I mean, yeah, of course. Like, that's a Kevin. Yeah, some of these kind of always fall under uh, not news to Mike's. Uh, mm, yeah. Uh, but here's a, here here's an interesting thing that she's a very important character. It's fair to say if someone were to have spent thirty something years in the quantum realm and survived, it would have an effect. Oh, so they mean obviously the uh, the old wasp. Yes, yeah, the old wasp. Yeah, the the Janet Van Dyne. Yes. Who um, I, I just I mean I, I'm not and we know I'm not a fan of Michael Douglas's Hank Pym. You aren't? And I, no, 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 I hate him, and I think he should hopefully die in this next movie. Um, <laughs> that's the that's the best thing we could do with his character to give him some gravitas to kill him off. Um, but yeah, like I, I have a feeling I'm not gonna like the Janet Van Dyne either. I'll be interested. I mean, I'm looking forward to the movie. I'm just really hoping it's not that much of a rom com. Mm. I mean, I'm okay with it being that. Like, um, with with like Paul Paul Rudd's Ant Man, mm-hmm. that's fine. And like Evangeline Lilly is Wasp, like that's fine as well. And it, make it a rom com, that's fine as well. But yeah, this like the fact that they're dragging they're dragging the original Ant Man and Wasp through the mud a little bit. I don't like. So hopefully they just kill them off and let them die. <laughs> uh, what else do we have here? I'm staying away from this one, but uh, I did see a little bit of it. Apparently, Kingpin uh, does some things in uh, Season 3 of Daredevil that are going to blow people away. I can't wait for that. That's the one I think I'm looking forward to most. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting, after, like, after the end of Defenders to see where, how that all pans out. But yeah, like, Kingpin, Kingpin's great, apart from when he's cooking omelets. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a uh, YouTube trailer showing some incredible animation of the Spider-Man uh, suit, I guess. Casey Minute, Spider-Man takes on Avengers in Iron Spider suit in incredible animation. I don't know what this is from. This might be like a, uh, not like a storyboard, but like a concept video for from Avengers. I would I would steer clear of that, like for for one of the spoilers. I think Marvel is now putting legacy stamps. Uh, in their comics, and if you collect them all, you get 50,000 Marvel points. Okay, what can you do with 50,000 Marvel points? Uh, it would get you to the second tier, and you could cash them in I th- for some of the low-tier uh, prizes. I'm kind right, of hoarding well, well, my Marvel things to get the... I think I can get 50,000 ISO or something. Oh, like for Puzzle Quest? Yeah. 
I think I need three hundred thousand, and I'm closing in on two hundred. <laughs> Is there no like physical reward things then? No. Yeah, you can get. I mean, there's some. You can get a shout out on a podcast. You can. Um, there are that some, would be useful. Yeah, you could get a shout out for for us. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> the official Marvel. Uh, she uh Marvel's Agents of Shield podcast. <laughs> I would have to say that. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's uh I guess uh Denai Guerrera and Lupita Nyong tease their Black Panther characters. Mm-hmm. One will be the leader of the Dora Magi, who is fiercely loyal to T'Challa. Yep, I thought we knew this already. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, and uh, and then uh, Nyong'o is playing Nakia, a war dog with a significant relationship to T'Challa. So she's his girlfriend. No, she, she's very passionate <laughs> no. about her work, but T'Challa is met with opposing forces. Nakia will have to decide where her allegiance lies and what comes first. Okay. Another movie that I'm really trying to avoid at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, another story was that uh, it's likely that Cap and Iron Man are going to patch things up in Infinity War. Yeah, of course they, they are. have to. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, when Thanos comes down, like you're going to go, oh shit, there's like bigger things at play here. Like, let's go for that. I mean, and I mean, to be fair, by the end of uh, Civil War. Like they were at least on speaking terms. Like they, there was a phone. The line was open. Mm. So I don't know. I I was a little was like, yeah, I kind of expected that. Marvel is going after a motorcycle so- company that is using the Punisher logo logo on their stuff. Get get all your free Punisher watch faces now, folks. They're not going to be there long. <laughs> I'm actually sporting an Avengers watch right now. Um, nice. I was looking for a new watch face tonight. Uh, we did that one. Uh, da, 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 da. Anything else worth mentioning here? No, we'll do the tweets at the end, and we'll do the, whatchamacallit, the ratings at the end. Mm. So unless you have any news, Andy, take it away with the episode. No, no news at all. I mean, it has been a bit quiet for news uh, this last week, because it is like that kind of... They did buy Fox. I mean, they. what more do you people want? Yeah, but I mean, it is that low period between, like, uh, Christmas and New Year. There's not a lot of news, like... Like for, even for like yeah, we we always collect the news stories for forty two like every week, and even like video game news is like nothing this week at all. It's like I post a news story in our uh, in our like news chat. <laughs> it's like there's a Chinese mobile Devil May Cry game coming out. <laughs> I'm like okay, <laughs> yay, yay! But that's like how dry the news is for a. Uh, for games just now. But anyway, um so this is uh season five, episode five of uh Agents of Shield, which was called I think it was called Rewind. Yes. 
Yes, it was called Rewind. I, th- I thought it was. Um, so this is basically the episode where we see what happened to Fitz in the meantime. Obviously, we saw Fitz show up at the end of uh, the last episode, just out of the blue. And uh, we didn't know how he got there, because he didn't come through with uh, the the monolith with the other guys. So we didn't know what happened. So uh, this episode kicks off. We see at the diner, the S.H.I.E.L.D. team is eating their, eating their dinner, eating and uh, ordering pie and whatnot. Except for Fitz, who's kind of a bit bummed out by the events that happened in the framework still. He's still like, blaming himself and whatnot. And... Uh, everybody except for Fitz gets abducted, as we already know. And Fitz is then left hold, holding the baby, effectively. And so he ends up getting arrested by the, the government, which is, like, it's not S.H.I.E.L.D., right? But it's more like the, the military side of it, like uh, Talbot's people. Now, Talbot obviously was shot in the head and is now is currently in a coma um, after, after being shot by uh, the Daisy LMD. Not Daisy, remember? Just the LMD copy of Daisy that Ada made. Confusing, I know, but that's what happened. Um, so yeah, uh, Talbot's kind of underling is like I think it says like next in command or his assistant, like or lieutenant or something like that. Um, as her team come in and arrest Fitz because there's no one else there. Uh, Fitz gets questioned by this lady and uh, her uh, her kind of agents and whatnot. Uh, however, he's got no idea where the others are, obviously, because, I mean, he, <laughs> we, we saw what happened to him, he, he was there, he was there, they were eating pie, and then all the students disappeared, and he's just left, getting arrested. So yeah, he's got no idea where the other ones are. Uh, we find out that a Bendiri English ale truck uh, disappeared, just like the rest of the team did, and... Well, that was uh, the truck kinda, where they could change the logo remember yes yes it was yep that we saw uh, a couple i think it was a couple episodes ago now mm-hmm. that we saw that shape-shifting alien did mess about with yeah that was the first um, episode yeah oh yeah it was the first episode mm-hmm. um but yeah fitz uh fitz says look i don't know anything about any of this i don't have a crystal ball or i don't have like beat me up scotty or anything like that and he, he reckons that these people might just be messing with him and then have the others like locked away just the same as him and questioning him to try and uh, like get all the information out of them. Uh, he blames, obviously, the uh, Talbot's shooting on the robot, uh, the Daisy LMD. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Fitz does claim responsibility for Mace's death because uh, obviously Mace died in the framework and Fitz kind of blames himself for, for that and I mean was it him that ordered the strike on the the building that collapsed yes or was it it was, it was him wasn't yeah. Ada yeah I believe it was him right he blames himself for the framework entirely yeah yeah and and obviously Mace was the only one that actually ended up dying during the framework so so he he, he blames himself for that and obviously, because it was him that helped create Ada and mm. framework and whatnot, and uh, and yeah, so these the government ends up locking Fitz up. Uh, a lie detector though does prove that Fitz doesn't know where the rest of the team is, uh, and he ends up uh, offering to help them find the others because he like he essentially wants to know like what the hell happened to them and like why he didn't end up going with them, and uh, he wants to just basically make sure that they're safe and okay. 
In particular, Simmons, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just needs papers, pens, books, and a TV so that he can watch football. Or soccer, as you guys would call it. <laughs> you o- you always the way you always say soccer like it's a dirty word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 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 you know, like like I am a big fan of uh, of like pro evolution soccer, Pez. And like that I just always call it Pez. I never never say say like the full thing. But um but yes, it's a word that I have had, I have known for a long time, but I've never had to say it so many times as like on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it's football. It's like football over here, not American football, just football. <laughs> Fake football. But anyway, Fake football. Jeez. First football. <laughs> we'll not get into this again. No, we're not going to. But anyway, um, no. <laughs> if Fitz, uh, so Fitz kind of goes away and starts working on on stuff, and he tells him that he might have blocked the memory um, of these two minutes, and it might have something to do with his previous like brain issues, because obviously he did have uh, like a bit of brain damage and whatnot before. Plus, obviously, he spent all that time in the framework, which kind of messes with your brain. However, they're like, no, no, like it won't be that because like everybody at the diner had this same like two minute lapse in memory. Like nobody remembers this gap, this gap in time. Um, and he, he does, though, remember that he did, before he sort of blacked out, he did hear this uh, sonic frequency. Mm-hmm. So he asks for some books on sonic frequency. Uh, he, and he, he did help them with some intel on Radcliffe's base, which I, I wasn't exactly sure what that was that they were talking about. Like, do you remember Radcliffe's base? I don't remember his base. Wasn't it, wasn't it his apartment? Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Like he, Radcliffe was always based at his apartment, mm-hmm. but... I mean, maybe that's what they're talking about. I don't know. Or maybe it was like the remember the oil rig place that okay. they ended up going to with the that was Ada's. Maybe that. Yeah, that was Ada's. But I mean, maybe they just attributed it to Radcliffe. I, I don't know. Um, but, but because he has helped them with some intel, uh, they do agree to his request to send a letter to a soccer fanzine or a football fanzine. <laughs> um, which they do analyze first, and they see they say there's no code in it, so they redact the same and like allow it to be sent to be printed. I don't know what it said in the letter, but it's like it seemed a strange request. This, like, why is he? Why does he want to send a letter to like a football fanzine? That's weird. Post it in a blog, like a normal person, or a forum somewhere. He's old yeah, but school. yeah, so we, yeah. But so we then see Fitz uh, writing all over the walls and the door of his cell, and he draws monkeys for some reason. I didn't quite get that, but like it seemed to be his way of tra- keeping track of time. Mm-hmm. Drawing the monkeys. <laughs> I don't know why he would you choose monkeys, like rather than just uh, like do uh, tally marks. But you know, <laughs> fair enough. Monkeys are more fun. He wants a monkey. <laughs> He's always and wanted he a monkey. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Actually, yeah. He did, uh, yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah, so that's why he, he draws the monkeys. Um, so that's a good callback, actually. Yeah, I never caught that. Uh, and he keeps writing letters to the fans, even, and they keep printing them, and he does have like the the copies of it sent to him as well. Um, so he gets summoned by the by the the government people, and 
uh, basically they say, oh, in six months that he hasn't come up with a single possible theory and it's now time for him to be finished and he's just basically going to be locked up and, and left to rot, essentially. Uh, but then he's like, oh, no, no, wait, I've, uh, wait, sorry, guys, I've got a theory. Uh, they were abducted by aliens. <laughs> Survey says, into the hall! <laughs> Get in the scene. Um, but at this point, just as they're about to like chuck him in jail, essentially forever, uh, Fitz's attorney shows up, and it turns out that it's Lance Hunter. It's his attorney. This was great. Yes, because he just kind of shows up out of the blue, dressed in a suit and like wearing glasses and everything like that, and you're like, oh, okay, he, he actually quite looks the part here. And my, um, wife, my wife was pissed because he was not included in the opening credits. Even though we all knew he was coming from la- the scenes from next week, the pr- the week prior, mm-hmm. they did they uh, tried to hide it as much. I hiding it is the wrong word, I think, because they did show him in the scenes from next week thing. But, that was uh, silly. Then they should have yeah. they should have not showed him in the scenes from next week because mm. they could have easily like because it wasn't in that much of the episode. They could have easily showed like other things mm-hmm. from it instead of showing him. But yeah, that that's a, a bit of a misstep, but. But yeah, it was like I obviously I like I don't really watch the scenes from next week, so it was like quite a cool reveal to me because obviously we knew he was we knew he was coming back, like mm-hmm. he's been in the news stories and whatnot. Um, but it was still cool to see him just show up, and, and I did expect to see him here because obviously he's not going to be in the 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 uh, the future place because he he would presumably be dead. <laughs> but yeah, it was still really cool to see him uh, to see him show up. Um, and he like he kicks the guys out the out the room and whatnot not kicks them but like he lawyers them out the room effectively because uh, obviously the, he still has and Fitz still has rights as a, a human being mm-hmm. he's a, a human rights and whatnot so he's entitled to a lawyer um, and it turns out that uh, the football fanzine letters were actually like a, basically a coded message to Hunter from Fitz um, and he said that it, it's taken him like six months to essentially find him because well he didn't he didn't get couldn't really get copies of this football fanzine in Bangladesh <laughs> and they kind of argue a little bit about football it seems that I, I believe that Hunter is a Liverpool fan and Fitz is a Man United fan by the sounds of it uh something to that effect yes yeah not Which that is, I know like that <laughs> I mean that is a that is a big rivalry that's gone back decades and decades and decades like over here so uh, that that's kind of interesting and it makes sense to have uh, fit support like a bigger like English team like that rather than have them support one of the one of the Scottish teams that wouldn't come up against these English teams very often. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> it, it does like it made in from terms of a story point of view because what you find is like not to get too into the weeds in it but what you find is up here like people will support like uh generally their local team or like one of the two glasgow teams like rangers or celtic those are the two kind of big teams here like everybody either supports their local team or rangers or celtic but then they also tend to support an english team as well like, they pick an English team for whatever reason. Like, a player that, like, goes there that they like or uh, they have some family connection to it. Like, that sort of thing. So, similar to what, mm. like, you guys probably have over there. But, like, yeah, there's always, like, you have a Scottish team and then you have an English team. And it's pretty much that way for every football fan up here. Certainly all the ones that I know, anyway. 
So Fitz probably is the same, and his English team is uh, is Man United. But yeah, so it, but uh, so yeah, they they can argue about the the football stuff, and then they they have big hugs, <laughs> slightly lingering hugs, which is funny. Um, and uh, Hunter's like, "Come on, like there'll be time for more hugs later. Like let's let's get a move on and get on with this." And Fitz is like, "Okay, well I've got an escape plan. Um, it's gonna take about a month, and you're gonna need to come and visit me like every couple of days and bring me stuff, and I'll assemble it." And uh, Hunter's like, "No, no, just stand over here for a minute and." He has an escape plan that will take about a minute. <laughs> and he blows up a wall using his Apple Watch. Well, that's one thing they're good for, I guess, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to ask Sean about it, but, like, I don't think that's technically possible, but you never know. Well, if you use um, my wife's, the battery would probably be dead by the time he got to the cell. <laughs> okay. Her, th- hey, so her thing say- doesn't last six hours anymore. Oh, wow. Uh, so so when they do get outside, a, uh, a helicopter approaches. You're like, okay, well, here's their escape uh, getaway vehicle. Um, and uh, there's someone called Rusty flying it, and he's the apparently the best getaway pilot that money can buy. And then he crashes the helicopter. <laughs> well, yeah, he's the best helicopter pilot that Hunter's money can buy. <laughs> so he's apparently not very good at being a getaway pilot. And that's it. It was kind of a shame because, like, I would have liked to meet this rusty guy from what they've mm. they said about him in this episode. But like, I would assume that he died in that helicopter crash because there was a giant fireball. Well, he was at least captured, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the way it crashed and that, I'm pretty sure he would have died, unless he somehow like ejected from it or jumped out. But don't think so. Um, but yeah, so that creates a diversion, and uh, Hunter and Fitz manage to escape in Rusty's RV that they'd, uh, they'd placed nearby. Um, and this was always the plan, anyway, that they would pretend to escape in the helicopter and then escape in this RV. But obviously, the crash was not <laughs> part of the plan. Uh, the government, however, does manage to track them. Yeah, they've like obviously got surveillance and whatnot, and they work out that they got into this RV. And uh, Fitz brings Hunter up to speed on basically last season about uh, all the things that happened, like Ghost Rider and with Ada and the framework and whatnot. Uh, and Hunter says that, like, yes, he's still with Bobby, and they are 100% compatible 50% of the time. And they are together, but right now they're doing their own thing. Which I mean, that seems to be like they're on a break, but anyway. <laughs> they are on a break. But, uh, but yeah, he does say that the distance is their saviour, so. But, uh, but Fitz is like, well, it's his and Simon's curse. Which is kind of like a nice sort of like mm. juxtaposition between the two. Uh, that so they was come very up with well done. Yeah. So they, uh, they come up with a plan to uh, chase a beer truck. And I like this plan. <laughs> the, so uh, the RV... Yeah, the RV that they they do have does have some uh, some gear in it, which will enable them to tap into uh, the surveillance cameras. Um, but it's stored behind the margarita machine and the ferret cages in the in the RV. <laughs> <laughs> this RV's full of like weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I would like to spend some more time in it and just see what the hell was in it. Cause like, what you would have ferret cages and then like a margarita machine and also. Uh, and also all the surveillance equipment, like, very strange. 
Uh, so they they have a look at the cameras around the uh, around the diner, like from when Fitz was abducted, uh, well, from when the the shoot team was abducted, and they discovered that yep, all the cameras went dark for two minutes at the same time as like everyone blacked out. And they eventually managed to work out that the truck changed from a beer truck to like a couple of different trucks in order to uh, av- avoid it being found, basically, uh, which is what we saw in mm. the first episode when we saw the the guy changing the. Uh, uh, changing the side panels of the truck when they kind of change to like different logos and whatnot. Uh, they do manage to track this truck down, however, and find out that it went to this house and they go to the house and they find that it's this alien dude's house. So this is the guy uh, that we saw in the first episode of the season. It was the abduct the abductor guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who takes his skin off. <laughs> We didn't see him do that in this episode, but just remember that that's like what this guy is. Um, but yeah, it turns out that he brought the shield team here in his van, and he he does come home and he he reveals some of the like what's happened in the meantime to the shield team. So he reveals that they are currently in the year twenty ninety one. So that we have a year now for that for when they are. And we see that his house is covered in strange alien writings and whatnot. And uh, Fitz watches some footage on a screen of uh, the monolith transporting the S.H.I.E.L.D. team like we've already seen. Uh, this dude reveals that his name is Enoch. who And he is a sentient chronicom from a planet that revolves around a star in the constellation Cygnus. And he has been on Earth for 30,000 years. And he was sent there in order to basically chronicle life on earth uh, sort of like an anthropologist he's the watcher that's what i was thinking as well yeah he's uh, not necessarily the watcher like Yutao, but he is a i would say he is a watcher yeah for certainly from things he says a wee bit later on in the episode he seems like a watcher to me which is fucking cool uh, and i hope that we get to see him revealed as a watcher in the show like, that would be a, a really nice cool review. Yes, it would. And, uh, I, I, of course, obviously, the main watcher in the Marvel Universe is Stan the Man himself, as we know from Guardians. Oh, yes. <laughs> Do you think we'll get another Stanley cameo in S.H.I.E.L.D.? No. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, Enoch feels that what he was like, he was doing this kidnapping and whatnot because he was fulfilling a prophecy that was foretold by a seer, uh, and Fitz wasn't part of this prophecy, so he wasn't sent, wasn't on the list. Uh, so Fitz decides to threaten him and does, does his best Jason Bourne impression uh, until he reluctantly agrees to take them to the seer. And uh, the government, though, is not far behind, they're, they're on the trail. Uh, the, Enoch does say, like, you didn't need to, like, threaten me so hard, but it's like, I, I would have taken you. <laughs> like, if you just asked nicely. But, I mean, it didn't really seem like he would have taken him, but... Hey, Fitz is a bit on edge. He's been in jail yes. for six months. Yeah, he's like, right, I'm out now. I'm getting I'm getting shit done. Mm. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, not take, I'm not taking any prisoners. So it turns out that the seer is actually a little girl whose name is Robin, who it turns out is the daughter of Polly Enton and the inhuman dude from a couple of seasons ago now who uh, could see people's deaths when he touched Mm. people. 
uh, and this is the guy that foretold Lincoln's death, if you remember, yep. way back. So that would be season three, I think. Yeah, two. Think, yeah, two. No, I think it was three. three you're right, three. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The whiny bitch season, died in season three. Yes. Yeah. So so yeah, like uh, so he foretold Lincoln's death, the hero of the day. But uh, the, that guy did end up dying. If you remember, he had carved a little robin mm-hmm. uh, out of wood for his daughter, and Daisy gave that to his daughter, and she had kept in touch with them when she was on the run. Um. And this wee girl still has that Robin. Uh, but yeah, so it turns out that she has, uh, she's an inhuman as well, and she has developed, she's gone for pterogenesis and has developed her power, which is apparently drawing the future. She's a seer. She's a seer. She So she prophesizes things and uh, draws them. Uh, and obviously she's like a young kid, so like her drawings are kind of crude and kid-like. Uh, so, but most of them are, are clear enough that you can be able to tell pretty much what it is. Like, you can tell like who it is and like what's the, what the deal is with stuff. So, uh, it's kind of a, an interesting dynamic because I, I, I mean, you would you would watched Heroes back in the day, yeah? Yeah, I did watch. Yeah, yeah the first two seasons. Yeah, so I mean, there was uh, there was a painter like who mm. did had the same power in Heroes, uh, Isaac, I think his name was, but you could only draw when he was uh, high on heroin, <laughs> which is a bit of a drawback. <laughs> yeah, it can be a problem. Yeah, but uh, like he drew like incredible. I guess methadone didn't artwork. cut it. Yeah, but I mean, he drew like incredible, incredible artworks. So There's a different little twist in this because it's like a little girl drawing like just mm. seemingly innocent like little girl pictures. But then when you actually like look into them, you're like, oh, okay, that's actually like this thing. Um, I'm curious to, as to how Enoch knew that they were like the future and how he came across uh, these two. But maybe we'll find that out in a future episode. He's a watcher. He knows things. Oh, I suppose, yeah. He, he knows. He knows. But yeah, the, this, uh, this girl, Robin, uh, draws some of the alien language that we saw in... Uh, in Enoch's place, and it turns out that this language is from another galaxy, and that uh, and nobody on Earth has ever like known about it before until this girl. Uh, the government does show up at this point, and uh, Fitz is like, "Oh no, we need to run away!" But Enoch basically just gets them to put some earplugs in, and then they vanish. <laughs> and the government agents that were chasing them uh, kind of like blink, and they've lost thirty minutes of time. Where'd they go? Where'd they go? They were right here. <laughs> so Enoch, meanwhile, takes the takes Fitz and Hunter and uh, Robin and her mum to the to the lighthouse, which is in present day Ontario. And if you remember the postcard that mm. is in the future that with Fitz's uh, handwriting and like a little message on it, that's like a post picturesque postcard of Ontario, which has the picture of the lighthouse in it and that's actually where they are but obviously it's been knocked off like it's mm-hmm. part of the ruined earth um but yeah so this is actually where they are so they're in the same place right now as where the shield team is in the future confusing i know but like bear with me they they are in the same place but just at a different time right place wrong time yep uh, the the government agents. There's a Doctor John song. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, so the government agents report back to their boss, and uh, she basically says that they want to control this girl because uh, they realise as well that okay, this girl can like draw the future effectively because they found a, a drawing in in the in uh, Enoch's house that was of the two agents in the house, <laughs> and one of them was eating eating an apple at the table. Like, oh, okay, this is happening right now. Like, this girl draws the future clearly. You know, like they're quite inquisitive and notice, like, good at noticing stuff like that. Because I would have just seen the pictures on the wall and went, oh, like pictures on the wall, cool. Like on the uh, mm-hmm. on the fridge. I wouldn't have even looked twice at them. Well, they are investigators. That that is true. That is true. Uh, but yeah, so the the government agents decide that they want to control this girl and they need her as a weapon in the fight. I assume the fight against, like, inhumans? Like, but they don't really say. Yeah, there's something going on here. Yeah, there's, there's obviously something happened in the meantime because we've only seen so far, like, from... Well, of the six months, we've only seen Fitz locked away. So something has happened in those interim six months. Um, and obviously... To the outside world, it looks like Daisy, an inhuman, walked into like a government building and shot um shot a government official in the head. So they're going to be wary of inhumans, I would imagine. So there's going to be something going on in there that I'm sure we'll find out about in due course. Uh, so we find out that Enoch sent the Shield team into the future to try and prevent an ELE, uh, which is an extinction level event. And it turns out that this is the only time that he's allowed to intervene. Um, and basically, generally, he's only there to observe, which is what made me think, oh, this guy's a watcher. <laughs> because that is pretty much the watcher's code. Like, mm-hmm. you observe and report, but you do not intervene for, for the most part. Like, Itau, as the Watcher of Arthur, will only intervene if, like, Arthur's going to be exploded, <laughs> for example. Like this. Yeah, and Watu was a bad Watcher because he found reasons to interfere all the time. That is true. <laughs> that is true. But it makes sense, though, that a Watcher mm-hmm. would be here because now we do know about Watchers. Mm-hmm. They, they are from in the universe. Um because obviously they were in Guardians, uh, so it makes sense that a Watcher would be kicking around and uh, witnessing the events that are happening to the mm-hmm. Shield team, specifically if like there's going to be something like massive that's going to happen like this. Uh, but yeah, so it's, it's really cool that uh, they've brought that in here, and I, I hope they do come out and, and confirm that and show off his true form as a Watcher. Yes, that at would be point. nice. Yeah, at some point later on in the season as well. I feel that because like we've kind of twigged it here, like it won't be as cool a reveal as if they just revealed it now. <laughs> like in like, because they could have come out in amongst that and said that he was a watcher. Mm-hmm. Like I'm part of a race of people who like is a watcher. Like yeah. they call us watchers, like or something to those to those effects. But you know, like you know what they're like. They dance around the naming conventions of stuff all the time in in this universe and drive us crazy. And drive us crazy, yeah. More so in the Netflix stuff, like, oh, the the, the shield bearer, flag waver, the big green guy. Oh, my God, just say the fucking Hulk. <laughs> but, yeah, Fitz uh, asks Polly and Robin uh, why he wasn't to go with the rest of the team. And uh, Robin doesn't really say very much 
anymore. Like she just basically sits and draws, draws and draws and draws stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a mum says like basically she's kind of withdrawn into her own head, and she doesn't even really like talk to her or even recognise her as her mum very much anymore. She's she's kind of living the past, present, and future stuff all like at the same time, which would be very confusing for like a, a young mind like that. But um, she does draw Fitz a picture, and she tells uh, she tells him that he has to save them. And the picture looks like somebody's like lying on the ground with blood on them, and then you've got two other like female. I, th- I believe it's like a. I believe it looks to me like it's Simmons, because it's kind of like a redhead or like auburn-haired sort of, maybe or maybe brunette. It's hard to tell from like the mm. color crayons, but. Um, lying on the ground with like two like pillar blood around them, and then uh, two women with black hair standing over, standing kind of above her, which I would assume would be May and uh, Daisy, and then I think it's two Cree guys standing just either side of them. So yeah, he's uh, he's to he's to go and save them. Um, Enoch knows a way how he might be able to get Fitz to them, and it turns out that his capsule that he came to Earth and thirty thousand years ago was found a few decades ago and it was taken to Blue Raven Ridge which is a secure missile, uh, military facility and he says oh do you know it and I was like yeah yeah I know there yeah I've been there before like earlier on in this episode when I broke Fitz out of there so yeah they're going to need to break back into there <laughs> in order to get the capsule out and you're like oh my god here we go which Hunter is not happy about no he is not but Fitz is like, yep, we're doing it. That's what we need to do. We're just going to do it. I'm like, okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Rusty's friend uh, Coots has made them some fake IDs, and they pretend to be there to fix the hole in the wall that they made. And I thought it was funny that Hunter had Rusty's uniform on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick like up a mechanic's on that. And it says, like, because it says Rusty on it. Yeah. And, like, he uses Rusty's name as, like, his uh, alter ego, which I thought, I thought was funny as well. I forget what Fitz's name was, but some weird name. Uh, but yeah, so they have uh, they do have army fatigues on under their uniforms, and when they get into the base, they change into the army fatigue so that they're uh, not as easily noticed. Uh, and uh, they do have something uh, extremely volatile to use to enable their plan, and like they pull out these two like big long tubes, and I thought they were going to be like big laser cannon gun <laughs> things or something like that because they hold them like like yep. giant. Like rocket launcher type guns. There's no going back after we do this. Yep, this is this is the final straw. This is it. And then, but, but then they set these like uh, these gun things down on the ground, and uh, unleash <laughs> and says, the ferrets. Okay, release the ferrets. Yeah, <laughs> which is an incredible war cry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they they let these ferrets out, and these ferrets uh, basically scurry off and then set off the perimeter alarms because they go they like basically hunt out the drains and whatnot mm-hmm. and uh, get into them and set off. That's it basically makes the uh, the alarm system think that someone's trying to escape, which uh, which in turn allows Fitz and Hunter to uh, attempt to find the escape capsule. Uh, so the the capsule that you know came to Othan. So they do find it and buried it amongst a load of other like not not necessarily shield tech but like confiscated goods and alien crap and whatnot. It was so right next to the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, exactly. And do you remember that like we came to a place like this before? Yeah, season two 
season first two, episode one. one. Yeah. With Crusher when, uh, Yep, and when Xena's mom was, was there. Yep. Like, that whole episode, like, I think if this is not the same facility, it's a very similar facility. Yep. Because they, they do have, like, all the same kind of stacking of shit, like, uh, mm-hmm. all piled up. And I would have loved to, like, have seen some, some of the more stuff that was in those boxes that were there, but we never got to see it. But, uh, however, something that is in this, like, uh, like captured in this big hangar is the Quinjet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which has been impounded. Uh, so they steal that back, which allows them to escape with the capsule. Um, and it turns out that all of the shield stuff that was kicking about as well um is all kept in the quinjet as well nice handy package for them just to fire up and run away uh, fitz does use some uh, icer guns to hold off the government soldiers when they show up um whilst hunter pilots the quinjet out and they escape um fitz had like a cool moment here yeah, this is like, bad global. this is badass fitz yeah, because I mean, like, uh, in this situation, you would think that a hunter would be the one to like grab the guns mm-hmm. and like do the the neo diving around and shooting and whatnot. But it's totally fits. It's all fits. Here. Well, um, Hunter even says, "Shouldn't you do the technical shit and I do the shooty shooty?" Yep, and Fitz is like, "No, no, go fly the go fly the plane." I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> so he manages to take down a couple of the guys. Like obviously the right, so he doesn't kill them, and uh, and they do manage to escape. Um, so after they escape, the uh, the the boss of the government folks, who I'm not sure what her name is, but like she's essentially the the Talbot of right now. She's in charge of the the government, uh, the government essentially inhuman task force. Um, she kills the two agents who had been in charge of the investigation, shoots them both in the head, and then calls a cleaning crew. Now. That struck me as very weird. You think? <laughs> because, like, government agents, even for, like, clandestine mm-hmm. agencies like this one is, don't do shit like that, like, to their employees. Like, they might demote them or, like, fire them or whatnot. But she just straight up shoots them in the head, kills them. Like, okay, there's something really weird going on here that mm-hmm. is not right. Like, do you think it's, like, a Hydra thing? Uh, it's gotta be, I, I wouldn't say Hydra, but it is some, it, it's not the government. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this is, somebody's infil- infiltrated the, the, whatever, the agency. Yep. Check it could be a scroll. Hmm. Maybe. Because, I mean, we know scrolls are coming. Mm. That's in, Cap- in Captain Marvel, and that's been confirmed for a while, even before the Fox deal, so. She could be a scroll. <clears throat> I don't think she's an LMD. No. But, yeah, so that's, that's an interesting thread to uh, to go down uh, for later on down the line. Um so we then see at uh, the lighthouse, uh, Fitz stashes all the shield weapons on the lighthouse, which is a smart, smart mm. idea. I don't know that I would have necessarily thought of doing that. But yeah, he hides them all away in like little cubby holes and whatnot so that they won't be found in the intervening years. And he basically goes into cryostasis for 74 years. And he also leaves the postcard uh, that says working on it, Fitz, with the little girl, Robin. Uh, and when he's going into the, the sort of cryosleep, he's like inside this chamber and... Uh, Hunter's like leaning over him, and Hunter says, "So, 
I love you. In fact, it says, I know. <laughs> Which is amazing. Yeah, that's, that, that was phenomenal. It was like, that's from, it's from Vampire Strikes it, Back. Yeah, it's from Vampire Strikes yeah. Back from Han Solo and, uh, and Princess Leia. And I did not like expect that at all. And it was genius. Mm-hmm. Like the, I, I reckon that was, I don't know if that was necessarily written in by the writers, but it's probably something that they just came up with on the spot and were like, like we need to do this. Like you're going to cryo sleep. Like we need to do this here, uh, and it worked so well. It was really funny. Uh, so Enoch, uh, Enoch stashes fits away basically in the uh, Chronicle vessels that he's summoned um, and hides him away from Earth essentially. Um, Hunter and uh, Enoch will look after Robin and her mom in the meantime. Um, now. 74 years in the future, and millions of light years away from the Earth, uh, Enoch wakes Fitz up. So this is now, Fitz is now caught up with everyone else. He's in the same time frame as them. Mm-hmm. And Enoch has a plan, and they're headed to the lighthouse. Um, but when once they get there, Fitz will need to face off against some of the most brutal monsters and monsters in the galaxy. And he says, oh, I hope you have it in you. <laughs> He's going to Mos Eisley. Pretty much, yeah, and like he's he gives them the sort of helmet thing that we see fits show up and uh, at the end of the last episode, like that kind of Star Lordish looking helmet. But yeah, so that and that was the the end of the episode. Um, what do you think of this one overall? Best episode of the season. Yeah. Okay. Um, and in fact, we had a listener who said the same thing. Uh, we'll get to that in a second, but. Um, I like this for a lot of reasons. First of all, it had Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The only disappointment is it me- probably means we're only getting Hunter for one episode, which kind of sucks. Um, True. So I was a little disappointed in that. Um, but I, li- I I liked we're we're off the spaceship we're not we're not on the farscape set anymore we're finally on mm-hmm. a, you know uh something a little uh you know more quote unquote down to earth and or on earth and uh the fact that a you've introduced the watchers without saying anything without mm-hmm. you know uh calling it out um I, I dug that. Um, I love the fact that you know we got we got to see Hunter, we got to see uh, the Quinjet, we got to we got to see uh, Fitz not only be Fitz but also uh, be badass Fitz, which is always fun. I mean that was a great uh, action sequence with him. Mm. Um, it was. It was a funny episode, and that's what. But that's what Lance Hunter brings to the show. Uh, he's he's always been the you know the wise ass character. So uh, you had that going for it. Um, yeah, um, you moved the story al- along. You filled in a hell of a lot of blanks. You created at least uh, a few more questions. Who you know? Who who does this uh, general general or uh, military? This gr- woman in uh, military clothes actually work for? Hmm. Um, is that 
something that will be dealt with during this storyline, or is that something that's for uh, the second half of the season? Mm. Um, it was it was the shield that I liked. I guess is the best way to put it. Where the the Farscape stuff we've had for the last uh, four weeks is, has been gotten better, but still not what I want from Shield. Um, I, I thought this was a lot more Shield like than than mm. what we've been exactly used, like what we've had so far this season. Like, uh, and I was very pleased to see Fitz uh, again. Like, uh, I think mm. it was a it was a really cool reveal to see him like pop in at the end of the last episode, and uh, they were obviously going to do this to catch us up for what happened to Fitz to get him from there to now. Uh, and it was actually a really like interesting and little compelling story and tying up like old old threads from seasons ago. You know, like that's cool as well. Like mm-hmm. I really like when they do things like that, they pull things back in. Um, and that does lead me to believe that we're going to get a resolution to that Graviton story. It also makes me believe this is the last season of S.H.I.E.L.D., but... Because they're going back to all the old locations and going, remember that set? Or remember that person that we met Like, and we didn't really hear from again? There they are. And oh, remember Hunter? Yep. That all come, uh, you know, and I've, I've been... If you follow TV by the numbers... Uh, Shield is 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 on the bubble, mm. the, the, but the reason why it's not you know uh, for sure to be canceled, ABC doesn't mm. have anything else. Well, that's true. But they mean, may have something else like up their sleeve. Yeah, but how um, they? I mean, they have to bring back, uh, you know, at least fifty percent of their shows usually, mm. and. They don't have, uh, with everything else that is tanking horribly, they don't have many shows to bring back. So the, there is hope that uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. will be one of the ones that actually comes back. Mm. Nice. So, something to something to hope and pray for. Mm. So, just yeah, we'll see what, we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I did like I really like did like this episode overall. Um, I, I think like getting to see Fitz as like an actual badass Fury agent was cool as well because mm-hmm. it's something that we've like he's he's gone through the mill like over the seasons and like I mean from starting out being like a kind of meek like scientist character mm-hmm. to then going to this like almost like secret agent sort of thing. And we have seen him do like little mm-hmm. bits and pieces of this Bond sort of stuff before. Um, but yeah, like when Simmons' is, like life is on the line, essentially, like all bets are off. Like Fitz will do fucking anything to uh, to get to her and to try to save her. So uh, it's really cool to see him like that. And like Ian DeKalestacker is a really good actor. Like he pulls off both those kind of like uh, character personas really, really well. Yes. He can go from awkward to badass, uh, pretty pr- pretty easily. Hmm. It's been a while though since we've seen him like be awkward. Mm-hmm. Although I mean, to be, to be fair, we have I haven't really we haven't seen him this season yet. So, and he, but his awkwardness has tended to fade a bit over the the course of it. And we kind of saw it when he was in prison because he, well, yeah, yeah. he was acting like nerdy, weird f- fits. 
But, you know, it turns out that that was actually probably more of an act than anything. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, but you, anything else, uh, any other thoughts on this one, Andy? Um, no, I think that's about it. But yeah, really, really did enjoy that episode. Um, I'll be curious to see what they do going forward. And I just, I can't see like a resolution to this, how they get back. Like, how the hell do you go back in time? Like, I understand how they've gone forward through that monolith, but I don't see an out for them to go back. Um, I think it comes in form of the white monolith thingy. Like another one? Well, yeah, they say it can only be activated from the other side. But yeah, I mean, we didn't see another white monolith like when they popped in. They just Not yet. like materialized in the ship. No, no, but like when they mm. when they were transported there, they just they didn't like pop out at a monolith. No, um, no, they all kind of bounced out. But somewhere on the other side, there's a monolith. Yeah, there must be some some like something like that somewhere. So we'll see we'll see what happens with that. And How did they get back? How did they get back from Maveth? The portal, the you know they they open the portal and uh, in the castle. No, no, that's how they got there. But like, how did they get back from it? Because it was in the desert, remember? Yeah, but the, it was the, like a portal. But they opened the portal in the. Remember, uh, Coulson shot the shot through it. Yeah, yeah, that's how, yeah. That's how they got like to to Maveth. But like, how did they get back? I can't remember how they actually got back from it. They came out in the same spot, back at the castle. No, no, but like, uh, I mean, in terms of on Maveth, because the, the place that they transported from on Maveth mm. was not where they transported to in Maveth. Oh. Somehow they opened, they opened the port. It was reopened. Hmm. Maybe it's on a timer. It's a time lock. Something like that. It's, it, well, it's here when Kunlun isn't. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. So l- let me uh, get to a couple tweets that we had uh, that were non-news related. Mm-hmm. Where the hell they go? Oh, Twitter! Don't be a bitch to me now. <laughs> <sighs> all right, there we go. There we go. Um, all right, let me s- scroll back. I had it open, and then it <laughs> closed. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. Apparently, uh, it, okay, Josh Laney, uh, this season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is pretty gr- great. I'm digging it, and it was liked by Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh let's see uh it's pretty great i'm digging it steven elmy uh just to i'll save that for a minute remind me to go back to stevens okay just because it's not shield related okay here's stevens on uh on episode five of season five Awesome on so many levels. It fills in gaps without spoiling any of the main story. Enoch is awesomely enigmatic. Robin 
Hunt, Robin and Hunter was great. That general needs keep keeping an eye on. And did anyone else mm-hmm. get a Breaking Bad vibe, or was it just the RV? I'm not a Breaking Bad guy, so I can't comment on that. I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> uh, I think it was just the RV that is giving you that vibe. I mean, there's a little bit of, like the kind of the buddy road trip sort of thing going on because it's Hunter and Fitz, but I don't think we spent enough time with just them two to get that whole like Breaking Bad vibe because Breaking Bad is like all about like those those two main characters and their dynamic and Hunter and uh, Hunter and Fitz definitely don't have the same dynamic as like Walt and Jesse doing Breaking Bad but but yeah from the RV I can I can see where he's coming from okay. Timothy Hernandez, regarding episode 5 of S.H.I.E.L.D., obviously the best episode of the season to date. The humor was back, and I do miss Bobby. Well, uh, you'll be glad to know that the Orville did get a second season, and you can catch her over there. (laughs) Joe, I didn't miss Bobby, though. Like, honestly, like, uh, I I was totally happy with just Hunter mentioning her a couple of times. Totally fine with that. Didn't miss, miss her at all. Like, Hunter... Like, I mean, I like Bobby as, like, being Mockingbird mm-hmm. and, like, having Mockingbird in the show was cool. Like, as, like, oh, here's a comic book character that we know. Um, it's cool to have her around sort of thing and, like, have her as be part of the team and fighting and whatnot. But, like, I always found Hunter a much more entertaining yes. character to have on screen. Like, Absolutely. 100%. So, like, I was much happier to see him back than Bobby. And And... He, Nick Blood is just so awesome. <laughs> he is. You know, I've never ever seen him in anything else ever. But like, he, the guy is brilliant. Like, and this, he's just phenomenal. I need to look him up and like see what else he's in to see, uh, see if I can dig out any other gems that he's in. But yeah, he's phenomenal. It's so funny. He, he obviously he gets really great lines and stuff like that. But like his delivery is really good as well. How I mean, how could they? It makes me wonder. How could they fuck up? A show with him and Bobby. And you're going to bring in Dominic Fortune as well? Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it... it uh, I would love for them to someday <laughs> uh, release the pilot somewhere. Yeah, I mean, it'll, one day sooner or later it'll be leaked and we'll get to see it. It's Because like, it's like, man, uh, I really do miss Hunter. Mm-hmm. So, um, and okay, last one, and this is not shield related, but since we aren't doing the, a show on this until uh, a long time from now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stephen Elmy, Elmy, uh, Marvel, Ru- Marvel's Runaways, still enjoying this very much. Intriguing Marvel TV show. Wish season one was longer though. And it has the statutory Stanley cameo in it. Oh, okay. Episode six, better than just a poster this time. Oh, nice. Cool. I didn't realize like they were they were doing more with that. Okay. Uh, I have not watched any of Runaways yet. I've heard it's very good though, so I'm looking forward to, to getting ready to watch it at some point. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we get to start watching. Uh, get to some of these things soon i I really want to watch punisher i might watch watch runaways first because i think it's a a shorter season um but yeah 
I think uh, yeah, I, I think the episode lengths, uh, sorry, the episode numbers are about the same, but I think the Punisher episodes are longer. Probably, because some of the some of them are like pushing an hour mm. on the Punisher. It's good. It's good. Good watching though. Like it's it's gripping. Let me see something. I, I, do you know if Hulu lets you download episodes? I have no idea. We don't have Hulu over here, uh, <laughs> so I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Netflix definitely does. It lets you yep. as long as you've got a subscription, it lets you download like a few episodes. Yep. Yeah, I've I've, I've thrown a few. Uh, threw something. On. Oh, I, I threw on that. Ca- uh, was it that Castlevania anime? That oh bore, yeah. Bored the piss out of me. Um, <laughs> so. Um, I'm going to have to check. Maybe, maybe I'll throw that on so I have something on the plane ride. Um, so, all right. That's it for this week. We have we did all the Twitters. We did all the news. We told you what we got everybody for Christmas. <laughs> Pretty good show, uh, Fred. <laughs> yeah. And, and <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think wow. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> all that's when you know you do too many podcasts. I know I do too many <laughs> podcasts. And, uh, and for for the most part, I get this week off. Nice. I will be making. I will be calling in uh, from Universal for a B team to keep the streak alive. But uh, other than that, yes. So, so, so it ended up being that the ball gaggies aren't going to be two fifty. Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Four, you mean 450 450 sorry yeah yeah, yeah. no well, um yeah, the yeah, ball gaggies are two weeks away the 16th nice and for those who are wondering what the hell we're talking about the ball gaggies is the b team's infamous uh award show where uh, we bicker and argue and insult and make people cry and andy comes along uh as well <laughs> and I always cry. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that that will be live on all games, January sixteenth, starting at nine p.m. and going probably until January seventeenth at nine p.m. <sighs> <laughs> they wanted to add awards this year. Yeah, I mean it's been a, a bit of a bumper year for games. So, well, no, I said for every award you add, you have to t- get rid of two. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I don't want to do a four-hour show <laughs> it's gonna be a four-hour show it's gonna you know be a four-hour show um <laughs> all right so all right uh anyways i want to thank everybody for downloading and streaming this uh show Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast. It airs every Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on allgames.com, but we're available on Stitcher and iTunes and wherever else Andy can find to put this uh, show up. Uh, We also have Twitter. We have Facebook. Uh, Please go leave us messages over there. Um, If I get some cool Marvel pictures, and I will be in Universal, um, I will try and post a couple of them over on the Facebook page. Uh, but we do retweets and uh, Facebook comments on the show, and we also read any reviews that are left over on iTunes as well, mm-hmm. good, bad, or indifferent. So please, if you get a chance, please go leave us a review on iTunes. 
the more reviews that we get, the sooner uh, Marvel's going to come after us to stop uh, broadcasting this show. <laughs> or they might they might buy us. Yeah, or buy us. Buy yeah, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, uh, Sean Freeman is for sale, and from what I understand, he he can be had fairly cheaply. Just listen to. The- <laughs> Just listen to this week's show. He whores himself out totally. Okay. Uh, and he hogs my birthday show um, nice. by promoting his own goddamn birthday, which is four days later. Uh, <laughs> and somebody bought him a gift in the middle of the show. Okay. They didn't buy me anything. Uh <laughs> Uh, all right. So yes, uh, but go leave us. Please go uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Send us tweets. Send us Facebook messages. Uh, we do read them all uh, on the show. Uh, Andy, where can uh, in, in lieu of, in lieu of birthday gifts? Please leave reviews. Yeah, yeah. We just. I'm not. I'm not asking you to buy me a new vape. Buy Andy. Andy needs a vape. Uh, s- well, s- send a vape. Like- no, you need a real vape, dude. Uh, <laughs> No, leave us a review. You're... That's a good. That's a good gift. It's also not my birthday, so. <laughs> um. Yeah. Go leave us a review on iTunes. Um. Andy, when you're not in a cryo sleep, where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me trying to wake Ali up out of his continual cryo sleep every Tuesday on uh, Forty to Level One. Uh, we talk everything: movies, TV shows, and uh, mainly video games. Um, we broadcast live allgames.com, four thirty Eastern, one thirty Pacific, nine thirty Greenwich Mean Time. And you can find all our episodes on Stitcher, iTunes, as well as the archive on allgames.com. Um, this week we, well, next week we will be doing our uh, our show of the year, where we break down all the the things from the last year, go over our favorite TV shows and all that sort, and TV shows and games and movies and whatnot. So that's always always a good show. Not as good as the ball gaggy stuff, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> because it's just me and Ali. Like we yeah. we do we do argue about things for sure, but like it never gets as heated or as in depth as what it does in the ball gaggies. <laughs> the ball gaggies is a show that I love and hate at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> it's one day a year. <laughs> I I have to always make sure that I take the next day off of work completely because I will be up so late that there's no way that I would be able to function at work the next day. I barely function. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and I, I can be found Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern on allgames.com on the aforementioned B-Team podcast where we talk games, tech, movies, and TV. Come join us. We have a great time there. Um, want to thank everybody for downloading and streaming this show or listening to it on All Games. We will be back next week. Yes, I'll be ba- we can probably do a, a show next weekend, Andy. I'll be back Saturday. Um, so, uh, I don't care what Enoch sees you doing in the backseat. Whatever you do, don't touch Lola. Night, guys. Where the hell?
that was Lola on the on the Quinjet. That's I right. Was yeah, looking. she's not there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like because they've done callbacks to so many things, like uh, especially in this episode, I think we're going to see Lola in this episode. Just, I, I think we're going to see her floating in space, <laughs> just like you, they'll just go past her and go, "Oh, it's Lola." <laughs> <laughs> wrecked car I'm like oh no alright guys good night and where's the red button there it is